0: Click, click, boom. What's going on, faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back. Doubleheader night, guys. You know what it is. We are here for the more midnight mad news. Mad news, madness. 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 news. Madness, <laughs> madness. Episode <laughs> 20, 32 is officially underway. I know you guys probably thought we were stopping at 31 because that's the month mark, right? Like most months are that long. But alas, we are here. The formalities are up on the screen. We got a lot to get to tonight. Um, Normally, after a regular show, we don't do on uh, Twitter today. However, we got some goodies for you guys, so let's go ahead and get to on Twitter today. All right. Now, you guys already know who's here. I'm breaking this down. I'm your guy, 49 Mike underscore NFL. To my left is my guy, Brian. He is Stater underscore Niner. Both of those are Twitter handles. Brian, are you ready to rock?
1: Every day, man.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's freaking do it. So this is the first one that I want to get to here. I got a question for you about this.
1: Please
0: explain. So the question, it says, you're from SF. Yep. Are you a 49ers fan? They say, yes, of course I am. So far, so good, right? But then they say, but also a Chiefs and Raiders fan.
1: Okay. So what's uh, your question?
0: My question is, how do you feel about people having multiple favorite teams? Let's start there.
1: I don't have it. I mean, if people are interested, I mean, there's there's usually a reason behind it. Like, you know um not in my situation but um say in some people's situation like they grew up um and or like even in your situation i wouldn't hold it against you if you were a, a giants fan on top of being a Niners fan because you grew up with it in your house and you know we look up to our parents and you know we want to emulate them sometimes and so you know if your your dad was a a giants fan then i it wouldn't be i wouldn't begrudge you at all you still may love the 49ers but you know it's just like for me um I was a huge I well I'm still a huge Marcus Mariota fan. And when he got drafted by the by the Titans, I'm not a Titans fan, but I made sure I watched him play. So I was effectively being a Titans fan. You know, growing up here in Oregon, we don't have a professional football team. I had family ties to the 49ers because my family's from California. Right. Uh, and other stuff that with that in my past. But um I was also, because I'm almost in the middle, I always followed the Seahawks, too, until this rivalry, you know, it was basically pick one side or the other, and I went with my number one team, which, you know, but as a kid, I followed both teams. Okay.
0: Now, I've heard of people having an AFC team of they cheer for and an NFC team of they sure. cheer for, but this person in particular has uh, two AFC West teams. They say they cheer for the Chiefs and the Raiders.
1: Just, did, just, just cheering for the West Coast, man. Except for, I, you know, technically, I guess the Chiefs, while they're in the West, they're not on the West Coast.
0: Right. It's it, it was just weird. So my other question to you is, how do you treat people when you hear things like that? Do you because that, that whoever the responses to that tweet, they were killing that person that said they're a fan of all those right. teams. You know, oh, they must not watch football or they don't know I, anything or whatever. Do you I usually ask them why. Like
1: no, I, I don't shun them. I just ask them like, well, like obviously you're a 49ers fan because you're following the show or we're talking or whatever, um, but you're also a fan of this other team. Why is that? You know, I usually try to get the backstory. I, I like to know the reasoning behind things. I mean, if that hasn't been clear enough at this point since I've been on the show. Um, but yeah, so I like to understand what where people are coming from, you know, and if there's a solid reason, if it's just because, you know, because I'm an asshole and I want to like the team that somebody else doesn't like, and that's, you know, like in that particular situation, I don't know how, I mean, I get it. Like if you're an LA Ra- Raiders fan and a 49ers fan, sure. Okay. I can see that, but you can't, I have a hard time with having two teams when, when they were in the Bay, you can't, you have to choose one side or the other. I don't think I, I have a hard time with that part. <laughs> like,
0: right. you know, yeah. that's
1: like being a Giants or a Jets fan. I don't think you can be both, you know, or even a Buffalo fan. It's still a state of New York. You kind of, yeah. You know,
0: yeah i know i get you man i it, it's weird but uh you are correct you are definitely a person of understanding and i i think that means that they're just a casual fan if that makes any sense to you sure. um so i don't hold anything against people who say stuff like that so uh but man they are roasting that person <laughs> in the comments on that tweet all right <laughs> uh so let's let's keep this thing moving here i got something else for us to look at here so this next one's gonna be a video and then the corresponding response uh check the private messages on the side too brian oh all right uh hold on let me put this that's loud we gotta we gotta take that uh where's that comment we got a hot hi- there it is i got it i got you all right uh so check this video out here
1: Goldman. What yep. that
0: was Goldman's. Jersey, but it's in the 49ers locker room. So I'll post it one more time. All right. So the video is from Javon Kinlaw.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Ripping. Now it's the it's the game cock and uh it's the rivalry, okay? Right. Um so he tears it down and throws it away. The only reason I knew it was in the 49ers locker room was because of the 49ers chair that's right in front of the locker. So one more time here. You can see it. uh, It's right above uh, when it's going down the hardwood floor. (laughs) Basically, one of those get that shit out of here type (laughs) of thing, right? And then Goldman on Twitter on Twitter and says the following. All good. He'll be wearing it later. So there must be some kind of wager (laughs) going on here. I can't uh, wait
1: to see Kenlaw Ken fit Lo into Goldman's jersey. jersey. <laughs> Cuz he's going to tear that thing in half.
0: <laughs> he's going to purposely flex and just rip that jersey. you know what I'm he's saying?
1: Going to hope the crap out of that
0: thing. I love seeing this. Two guys, especially Goldman, fairly new to the to the Red and Gold, uh interacting with each other. Yeah. And keeping the love alive. I enjoy seeing stuff like that. I sincerely enjoy seeing uh, team camaraderie and stuff like that. That tells me that the locker room is good. They don't know each other that well. Well, at least I assume they don't. Let me me make it clear here. Um, I assume they don't. But it shows that the locker room is really tight with each other. They can play around with each other. They goof around. I love seeing that kind of stuff, especially in the offseason. You know, during the season, teams tend to get closer. Uh, Goldman is not taking an official snap for the 49ers. There's no guarantee he's even going to be on the roster. But they're still haggling and heckling with each other. Uh, I really enjoy it. What are your thoughts when you see stuff like that?
1: No, I, I, you know, huge. I mean, I mean, I obviously it was a different situation, but like when you saw Bosa take the flag and plant that bitch after the Cleveland game, it was like, you know, just things like that. You have that rivalry between you and some other player or some other college that you were, you know, played against while you were in college and you, you know, you have that happen you know, or you see things like that happen. And then obviously this in the uh, in the locker room, you know, it's it's fun. It's fun. It, it shows, like you're saying, you know, it shows that they have good camaraderie inside that locker room and they can kind of mess with each other and jar back and forth with each other. And, you know, that's always good as far as I'm you know, you build that brotherhood and then, you know, you can lean on each other.
0: Absolutely, man. 100%. So uh, I really did like that. Um, we can also get to... Uh, I believe that's all I have for Twitter today. Um there was this one thing I wanted to ask you. I don't have a video or anything like that of it. Um but the uh Tom Brady played the entire season on a completely torn MCL. Big deal or not and why? Um well
1: I mean it just it kind of depends if it's completely torn. I mean obviously you have um there, there are several ligaments in the knee that can help the sta- for stabilization. I'm not trying to take anything away from that accomplishment, but there have been plenty of players in this league who have gone entire seasons with an MCL, um, you know, and ACL is different. PCL is different, um, you know, but, you know, if you're going to have – you can even guys out there with a torn meniscus, you know, because that's the shock absorber. So, I mean, if you're a running back playing with no no meniscus or a torn meniscus, you know, that's something to – you know you know, be, uh, be proud of if you can do that or whatever, or be astonished by Um, as a quarterback. I mean, I know, you know, he's supposed to be mobile and running around and you need to have, you know, uh, stabilization in your knee as much as possible, but you know, these guys are professional athletes. Their bodies are, you know, built different, you know? So, I mean, not that they're missing parts or anything or have additional parts They're just put together differently, you know, and obviously with, you know, Brady having the career that he's had, he's had, you know, some very good strength training over the last, you know, and conditioning training over the last, you know, his career. And so I think that it it's, uh, yeah, it's important to note that, you know, but I don't I don't think it gives or takes away anything from his season last year. And if anything, it's just media looking for stuff to put out there, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying, man. Um, you know, um, I, I kind of feel like it's time for me to come clean here and then we'll get to the questions. Uh, <clears throat> when the season started, every single professional in the world that covers the NFL said I got I got Tampa Bay versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I mean, who else? Who else? Who else? Who could it possibly be? And I hated that. I absolutely hated it. Like it was just to me it was just terrible. I hated seeing that. I hated that people thought that the NFL was just so damn predictable and I'm like the Buccaneers offensive line ain't that great. They're not getting that far. They got a good roster if it was, you know, 2015, but a lot of these guys are past it. I was hating hard,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was wrong, so I just want to put that out there. Here we are, 10 minutes in, we haven't got to any questions yet, so I apologize. Let's go ahead and uh get to the get down, getting to your questions, okay? So, oh, yeah, a lot of 49er fans were really upset when they saw that, just so you know. Uh, so, the, the, Mariah's comment here kind of you know ties it all together here, you know. like.
1: Those are different injuries. I mean, it's completely different, but mm-hmm. I understand where you're going, Mariah. I just—it's
0: not just—it's not just Mariah. A lot of people are like, "Yo," know, what's up?
1: but I'm just saying. I'm just address, addressing her because she put the comment up
0: there. All right. So Mark has the first question of the night. How did he get this in here at 10:55? Did I create the room that early? All right. Anyway, um, if it meant we won the Super Bowl this season, would you allow your significant other to sleep with their celebrity crush, and you had to watch it happen? Isn't that called? I don't know if I can say it without getting flagged on here, but there's a word for that. I'm sure. Yep. Right. See yep, you. Yep. I don't know. All right. Anyway. Yep. Uh, <laughs> no. Fuck the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> so, see in this make believe world that we live on here online, um, you know, uh, my wife and I and probably at least 60 percent of America all have crush and celebrity lists right there. You get out of jail free card that you can go sleep with them. Not everybody has them, but, you know, it's kind of a joking thing or whatever. a hall pass. Sort of, yeah. And, you know, if you're already going to give them a hall pass anyway, we're going to win the Super Bowl for it? Let's do it.
0: (laughs) The difference, though, is that you have to watch it happen.
1: Whatever. (laughs) Sacrifice for the greater
0: good. (laughs) You are a bigger man than me. Let me tell you. Holy – it's one thing if it happens, but this (laughs) specifies specified. Listen. I, hey, celebrity crush. We're throwing out stuff. crazy
1: scenarios that are never going to happen. Sure, I'll, no. I'll
0: watch. <laughs> I, all right. Okay. All right. All right. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm not wired to watch. I'm not wired to watch.
1: Well, me neither. Uh, but I would wire myself if it got up to six, and she was willing. You know, because it's one thing to say that she's allowed to go do it. It's a whole nother for her to say, "Okay, I'm going to go do it." You know, so it's her celebrity crush. She's of course she's going to. That do doesn't it. necessarily mean she's actually going to follow through with it.
0: This is a great question. This is a great question. I, I should take a picture of this and uh, post Barbershop. this on Twitter and see and see what people say about this on Twitter. You know what? I'm, I am going to do it. F it. Let me take a picture of this really quick. Hold on one second. I'm going to blow I this up. I have
1: no idea how twisted I am.
0: I, I, Brian, you are a special man. Let me tell you.
1: Well, you know, you got to have a special something wrong with you to be going on a submarine. So
0: <laughs> That was excellent. How do I get out of this thing? All right, here we go. All right, so let me uh let's get back to these questions here. <laughs> Great question, Mark. I really oh, like it. Um, yes, DJ Malone, all right, with the foods for Brian, favorite Mexican food.
1: Um, usually my go to would be like enchiladas. If I'm not getting like just basic tacos or a taco salad, enchiladas is my real Mexican go to.
0: Mexican food go to. Oh, he thought Tony was going to be on here. All right, well, no, he says never mind. I don't know if he's joining. Okay, um. Favorite southern food, Mike. Oh, this is interesting. So, um, uh, southern food. I'm probably going to go with catfish, but not from a store. Like the way my family makes it, it's always seasoned a little bit better. Uh, Catfish is probably one of my top ones there. All right. And then he has one more portion of the question here, and it is uh, by one to by one and two at running back. Do they one two punch? Oh, by one-two punch, do they mean not a, a duo 50. of one power and one speed, elusive running back. So what do they mean by one-two punch?
1: What do they mean?
0: Yeah. What like do they mean by? or who? <laughs> no, it's just in general. So it doesn't mean that ha- one guy has to be power and the other guy has to be speed. It's right. just really good running backs. Uh You have a, a tandem or a duo that uh, is really good. So I- I'll take you guys back to the year the Giants won the Super Bowl. They had, they called it Earth, Wind, and Fire. It was uh, Derek Ward. um, Was it Bradshaw Ward? And I can't remember. But uh, Shanahan had a one two punch when he was in Atlanta with Coleman. And why do I always blank on this other guy's name? What was the other running back Kyle had in
1: 2017? Uh,
0: Hold on. 2017 Falcons. Sorry, I'm trying
1: to click through the comments. Foster. No, no, no. You
0: go ahead, you go ahead and do that. Um, I'm going to find it. It was Tevin Coleman and Devontae Freeman. No, yeah, Devonta Freeman. That's what it was. Freeman and Coleman was their one-two punch. And so neither one of them was necessarily a speed guy or anything like that. It was just how, you know, that's that's just the one-two punch that they had. So. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean speed. Uh, usually when you have a power guy and a speed guy, they call it the change of change of back, uh, change, change of pace back. So there you go. One, two fist. You guys are nasty. All right. I said
1: it. I, you just didn't hear me.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't hear it. We, We went from cucking to fisting. This show was getting inappropriate quickly. All right, here we go. DJ Malone chimes in again. Uh, if the crew were to form an offensive line, who'd be able to... Did we do this before?
1: Yes, we did that. I can run through it real quick if you want.
0: Yeah, please, because I don't remember. So, so we put down Tony as the center.
1: You're going to be the biggest guy, so you're the left tackle. And then I will be next to you as the wide body, right tackle, right guard, or excuse me, left guard. And left then Breezy is the other guard. And um, Nick being... Well, I don't know which one. Whoever's faster, but <laughs> should be the tackle because they're the run block.
0: Yeah. Okay, I got you. I think and we then put um,
1: Wayne inside, and then Nick on the outside.
0: If you guys are skill positions—running back, fullback, wide receiver, tight end—who'd be at what position? Now this is interesting. Here,
1: Mike's the tight end.
0: Okay, all right, I'll take that. Um, you probably have—I'll
1: be a running back. I'll go with Tony being able to be a fullback because he's fullback, got that blocking yeah. ability.
0: And Nick and Wayne is the wide receivers, right?
1: Um, I think that maybe. Wayne and I can be the one-two punch in the running back group.
0: Oh, you okay? All right, check you out. Now, see, all right, I, I feel slighted now, but that's okay. Why? I think I, think I could be a, a power back. Well, I, I think, think I all four, all five of us could be running backs. But I <laughs> just trying okay, to diversify right. it a little awesome. bit. But okay, I was thinking I
1: that, uh, not to take any people away from anybody who's vertically challenged like myself, but I believe Wayne is kind of that way also. So not not necessarily the best to be a wide receiver.
0: <laughs> got gotcha. you all right i like it i like it a lot all right uh danny albright says will any of the 49er skill players have double digit touchdowns this season uh, he didn't ask for specific names so I, i'm gonna make this a yes or no and i'm gonna say yes i'm gonna say yes and i actually do have someone in mind but i won't say right now it might come up later on so what do you think
1: uh you can kittle
0: there you go all right I like it. Ice Niner chimes in here. The locks versus dip set. Who you got and what's your absolute favorite cigar? So, <clears throat> do you That's have a. a uh, That's a mic question. Do you know. <laughs> do you, I hate asking you this on the spot. Do you know who. Uh,
1: I'm sure the whatever locks answer is going to be no. <laughs>
0: you don't know um, the locks are the. or dip set is? Nope. <laughs> all right uh this is a good one because uh it's, it's it's gonna be a good one i'm i i'm gonna take i'm gonna take Dipset, man Dipset has like they were a movement um the locks like very highly respected they're gonna be a tough out it's gonna be a very good versus but i'm gonna go with Dipset just because the beats and just the lyrics were terrible but i've noticed with these verses it's all about how it hits uh these guys are coming from similar eras and all that stuff. And the locks didn't necessarily have the best beats. Uh, they had some good ones, don't get me wrong. But in a battle of 20, I'm definitely taking Dipset. It's going it's to go down that way. Uh, and right now, so typically I say my favorite cigar is a Flathead 770 just because it's a big, full cigar. Uh, very strong, strong smoke and something you can sit back for an hour and a half and just enjoy. But I've recently gotten into uh, the Leisure Bravada Number nine. Uh, that is probably one of the best cigars I've ever had in my life. Um, they're very expensive. I mean, I'm. I went. I went to go buy a box of 24, and they're like $18 a piece. Uh, that's a lot when you're buying in bulk. Just to put that in the in the, in the you know um, to give you some perspective there. Bu- buying in bulk, you usually get like some um, usually get some uh, discount for buying in bulk. They don't care, man. 18 bucks, man. That's just the way it is. So uh yeah, that's probably my favorite, my favorite cigar right now. All right. Uh and what's weird about that is I have purchased eighty and ninety dollar cigars before, but I give them to buddies on like the at their on their wedding days. I've never smoked one. So I don't know how good I don't know how good it is. So we'll see. Uh Danny Albright chimes in and says, Well, any oh wait, I did that one already lots. Yeah.
1: Real quick, I know we may not get there, so I just want to address that whoever Facebook user is, I can't see a username, so I don't know who you are. We didn't skip your question. We haven't gotten two years yet, so um, oh, let's yeah. hope
0: we can. Yeah, we go in we go in a order of how they came in. Uh, peach cobbler or berry cobbler? This is a you question because I'm I'm not a cobbler person.
1: Right. Um. Neither, but if I had to choose, I'm going to go with berry.
0: Okay. Uh, Another one for you. Sorry to put you on the spot. When are you raiding Breezy's Pantry for Grape Nuts, Brian?
1: Um, So that will never happen because I made a promise to myself. Under my own power, I will never enter the state that he he currently resides in. All right. I left there once and I don't ever want to go back.
0: (laughs) I don't like that shit, Mike. What were those dragons breathing earlier? Bro, y'all had to see the size of these monsters just, just flying around me and hovering. Like, I... You know how you see a bug coming and you do one of these things like you just kind of flap it off? Right. I hit it and it hurt my finger. That's not supposed to happen. No. Not Especially on the back end. (laughs) So, no. I don't know what that was, but it was crazy. Is Grant Cohn a bona fide stooge? Okay. I want to get your response on this.
1: I think I've been pretty vocal about Grant. You know, it's unfortunately, it's part of being the job that he does. You know, um, he is doing exactly what he is supposed to do to get the response from people on um, to for the agency that he works for. Sports and yeah, well, I wasn't going to say it, but OK. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> um, you know, that's exactly what you know, the stuff that he puts out is exactly that. Now, I personally am so bent by all of that that he does that I did not take the time to watch his player interview with Ward, which I've heard is really good. And he actually asked very poignant questions, which Mm -hmm. is what I would expect from a true journalist. But I still have a hard time getting away from the other portion of what he does to actually give him credit for what he can do. Well, Um, it's not that he's a stooge. It's just that he does a lot of things for other purposes because that's part of his job. I mean, is to get people to click on websites and articles so that, they get the viewership that they
0: need, and for as much flack as he gets, uh, just to just to jump on top of what you say, I'm I'm gonna say no, he's not a stooge. Also, uh, and what his his stick is, it works. Uh, Grant Cohn joined YouTube late last year or early last year, and he's probably got triple the subscribers we have now. I understand that there's a machine and everything behind him, but that's his YouTube channel. Uh, wait, it's wait. not it's not an SI YouTube channel. It's his, and like I said, we've been doing this for four years now, and he's got probably triple the subscribers, it works. Like it, love it, hate it, whatever. As long Thank as you, you are subscribed and watching, nothing else matters to them. And so it's working. All right? Uh, is this the same question? If it meant winning the Super Bowl during the 2019 season, okay, would you relive 2020? COVID-19, injury, plague, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say yes. What about you? So for that the only thing is, point, yes. Yeah. Right. Cause you can't control the injuries and all that. And if we won, I'd be like, yeah, we're still the baddest team in the league and everyone's lucky. We didn't, we got injured. Right. So that's how my mindset, uh, if you said yes, what would you do differently in 2020, uh, with your 2021 self knowledge, um, this is for myself, not for the team. Yeah. I, I'm not quite sure. I understand the second half of this, but, um, I would be, I would be back to talking my shit, and the Niners are gonna be top dogs. Uh, I think we took advantage of a really, really bad situation. That that season led us to getting a mid-round pick, and we bumped all the way up to a top-five pick. Uh, and now I'm back on my bull. The Niners are the team to watch out for. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, when I when I said in 2017 that we would make the Super Bowl in 2019, people thought I was crazy. And look at what happened. So uh, I'm I'm back on it. I'm back on it. You know yep um let's see here uh dj malone says round table should Trey's pocket skills slash presence be on par with his athleticism in order for him to effectively and be potent in kyle's run first heavy west coast offense stay golden fellas Uh,
1: for me yes
0: they have to match right you you want to get them you and you and you would hope they continue to grow um so yeah absolutely the athleticism is only going to get you so far in the nfl i'm sorry everybody's an athlete in the nfl it's only going to get you so far you have to command that pocket you have to navigate the pocket well um and part of that i know he's athletic he can get outside if a play breaks down and all that but part of that is knowing when to stand tall in the pocket a little bit longer and and then try to you know make the passes so Uh, Yeah, it it absolutely has to be on par. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. What else do we have? All right, here we go. Always faithful says, okay, guys, if we had a chance to win either 2019 or 2020, uh, sorry, 2012 and 2019 Super Bowls, uh, and you couldn't buy a ticket for the game, which would you rather do? Part one of my question. So.
1: (laughs) Um, Well, for me, Anytime, no matter, almost probably no matter what the situation is, if you ask me between 12 and 19, I'm always going to say 19 because we had that in the bag. And there's no reason we should have lost that game. You know, there are so many different things that had to go wrong for us to lose that game. Whereas we were getting killed in the 12 game.
0: So you're not buying the ticket for the 2019. Right. So that's the caveat to winning, right? Right. So- That's the
1: way I've taken it, is that we will win the night, whatever game, but you can't buy a ticket for that game.
0: I would have much rather – see, I like Kyle more than than, uh, Harbaugh, and I think if we had won that Super Bowl, maybe Harbaugh would still be here. So I'm going to kind of say this tongue-in-cheek, but I would have rather won it in 2012 uh, just because there were some long-time players that would have got rings that I really think – deserved it. Like Frank Gore and Joe Staley, uh, Vernon Davis, uh, you know, like th- those guys were suffering through what was going on. Navarro Bowman. Like think of all the guys that we really, really, really liked that we thought were really good players. I mean, hell, Alvin Smith, Conor Kaepernick, those guys would all have a ring now. Uh, I always want to win, but if it meant that Harbaugh would still be here, then maybe not. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to say 2012, just for the nostalgic reasons of I it. Mean, that was yeah, a I- magical season.
1: And, that, and that was, that's another part of my reasoning for 19 is I appreciate where we are now and the direction that we're heading. Had we won the 12 Super Bowl, Harbaugh, would, there, things would not be where they are today. We would not have the team. So, yeah, we would have had right. a window. We could have won in 12, maybe 13, depending on how things go. Mm-hmm. But I think that window, because those players were so much older than the team that we currently have, that window for Super Bowl – Dynasty, if you will, was clo- was shorter than yeah. what it is right now.
0: Right. So I I, I get that. Uh, we kind of just answer this question, AO hey, Jacob. So hopefully it's a sufficient answer for you. All right. But thanks for the question, buddy. Uh, Milo says, "Do you think when beat writers constantly criticize players like McGlinchey, Armstead, and Jimmy G, it is not really journalism or reporting? Do you think this can be can harm their mental?" It's a good question. I like this. Um, I'll go first here. Uh, I do think it's journalism because journalism is different than just being a beat writer or covering the team. Uh, Journalism is to look for takes, look for hot takes and stuff like that. You know, uh, there's a difference between Matt Mayoko and Tim Kawakami. Right. So they have to present their own flair to the the common subjects. Uh so that's that's um that's that's my answer. Um now as far as it harming uh the players mentality, absolutely. Players are people. Um and they see it, they read it, they respond to it sometimes on Twitter. Can it harm their mentality? Yeah, if they're a mentally weak person, it can wear on them. Uh we heard Mike mcglinchey admit as much this off-season. He talked about how he got into a dark uh, rabbit hole of all the negativity and how it was getting the best of them during uh, the season. So yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts on that, Brian?
1: Um, yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. You know, it, it may not be the journalism we want to see, but it's absolutely journalism. Um, you know, they don't, sometimes I feel like the our beat writers don't ask the hard questions, um, but that's kind of sometimes how they stay in that room. They don't, if they start asking the hard questions, they might lose access. Um, And then, do I think it has an effect on the player? Sorry, the question's gone, so I, I'm trying to remember. But I says, think uh, – Do you think
0: it could harm their mental?
1: I mean, yeah, I think that anything that put people put out there – I mean, you can say it's just words. I mean, words have, you know, some sort of strength behind them depending on who's using them, how they're using them, and what you allow in your mind. So, you know, while these athletes are amazing physical specimens for the most part, you know, otherwise they wouldn't be able to do what they do for us, um, I don't know that they're all – you know emotionally evolved to that point you know to have it sink in like that's really bothering me you know i'm sure that right. that most of them do but some of them are just like they let it roll off there because they don't care you know they're they're yeah. the point where that doesn't bother them
0: jimmy warden armstead are good examples of it doesn't bother me i hear you i see you and i'm going to use it as motivation to right. prove you wrong uh, but we've also seen the flip side like i said with mcglinchey and even Jalen hurt he deactivated his social medias because he couldn't take the negativity and that wasn't just from journalism that was from the regular fans this is people with 12 followers calling you a a, a sucker and da 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 da, da and right. it got and then got to them so uh here was part 2 of I know we're over the time but we also went 10 minutes in so I'm so sorry uh celebrate with the faithful in the parking lot or at your house with your friends and family as far as uh, after you after winning the super bowl this is part uh, 2 of his question
1: right if i had the ability to be well i guess i could go to a tailgate too do it I, mean, I was thinking like being at the the Super Bowl, Um, I would rather be with a bunch of people who appreciate what just happened, whereas yes. in my household, they'll appreciate that dad's appreciating it, but not necessarily yeah. be
0: involved. Exactly. My daughters would be ecstatic that I was so happy. And they would walk around saying, we won, we won, we won. And that's right. cool. But I'm going to get that same reaction when I get back home. Surround <laughs> me with the faithful and let's march and talk shit. And I'm handing out the, as many cigars as I got. We're, we're sparking up and we're smoking the victory we're having some good some some blue label now that I know that's what my man Brian <laughs> likes you know what I'm saying that's yeah. what we're doing so uh yeah i like that i like that um all right well this one's up here so let's let's actually read the question uh what's the best nfl jersey not counting the niners so they're talking about appearance design
1: here.
0: Ooh. oh you guys are going to hate what i'm going to say you want <laughs> me to go first
1: yeah you can go ahead cuz i got to think about that for a second
0: this new rams The white with the royal blue letters and the 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 oh my god those uniforms well they said just the jersey but the jersey is incredible i it's something about that shiny reflective number it just stands out so much in that that royal blue in the white it's clean man it's so clean i really like the rams one um and I would give I a, a special real <laughs> Why? Is that what you're going to say?
1: That was the first team on my mind. Now I got to think. Oh, else. well
0: then I won't say my second one. Go I do, ahead. I, go ahead. Go ahead. I've always had a thing. Uh, I've always, always liked the Eagles Hunter green with the black. They it's do that. I, I think it's black and Hunter green, not the other way around, but it's like uh, it's just, it's a dark color, but it it, it looks powerful. I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain it, but it looks like hey, a us, We're here now. Like, those colors, the way the way that they do those dark jerseys for the Eagles, it's almost intimidating to me. Like the dark colors, it's it's just like we're here. Like I see light colors, I think speed. I see dark colors, I think power. And so that's that's I think that's probably why I like the black diner jerseys also, where a lot of people didn't like them.
1: Well, I'm gonna you're still in my ideas all over the place. I'm so sorry. I was gonna for my second one, I was gonna say the black uh Arizona jersey that they wore. I really mm-hmm. like that one. But as far as a classic, I would go with the Bears. It's just You can't get much more classic of a uniform than what the Bears roll out. Okay,
0: I like that. I like that also. Um, I've always, when I was younger, I was a Dolphins fan for like a month because I just like their colors, that (laughs) that teal and orange. I like it. You know, it it, it is what it is. Uh, Do you guys remember Pat Tillman? You talking about the? Yeah, I say you were talking about the Cardinals, and boom, there you go. But yes, I think we both remember. Pat Tillman. And you know what's cool about that is um I don't know how much I remember of his play, but his legacy and what <laughs> caused me to go back and watch is pretty cool. Yeah, see, I'm sorry, Hodge. It, I, it, it's not about the ring. Listen, if <laughs> if the Titans had those colors, I just would have said the Titans. I can't help that they picked the, those colors, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Hodge is going to curse me out in person. He's <laughs> right? not going to give me any Hajaritas when I get out He's there. He's going to bring oh, you a
1: Rams jersey. <laughs> I
0: know, man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to go for maybe two more questions, okay? Uh, if we trade Jimmy, when do you guys think we will trade him? Uh, around the trade deadline or next offseason?
1: So, I think this question kind of – well, when you look at the situation, it answers itself because – if you're only giving us the trade deadline or next off season. Um, the only reason I think that Jimmy will be ready to be traded at the trade deadline is if he's been replaced by Trey. And if he's been replaced by Trey, he's probably not worth anything to anybody. We'll just release him if that's where we're at and we'll get that money for half of his salary. Um, Cause I, I think it's, it's, it, Trey has to win this job outright before we get rid of Garoppolo from my, my two cents. And so I don't think he's gone until next off season. And if, we, if we don't do well, or excuse me, if he doesn't do well at his position, even next off season, he may not find a suitor. We may just be releasing him.
0: I didn't think we were going to disagree on this answer. Cause you were going down the path that I was thinking, you know, like if he's, if Trey is in, Jimmy didn't do well or whatever, but. I'm going to disagree with you here. I'm going to say if Jimmy comes out and lights it up, his you trade value be. is as high as it's going to be. You he move his out. ass before the trade deadline. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's my thinking with it here. Let him come in here and light it up and make sure Trey is ready. So it's a combination of the two, but I don't think the Niners would do – I don't think they would trade him at the trade deadline if Trey wasn't ready, if they didn't think they had a package of plays that Trey could come out there. And do for sure. Yes, I still get the Hodge Um, I don't <laughs> think I don't think that uh they trade him if Trey isn't ready. So if I had a choice of when to do it, it would be at the trade deadline because that means he lit it up. There's a trade value, and Trey Lance is ready. And I told you guys that in a perfect world, in my world, Jimmy starts the season and Trey comes in and picks up not where he left off, but I told you that if they start at 16 games, Trey is the guy down here working his way up, and right. Jimmy's starting up here, working his way down. So that is the perfect time to trade him when the intersections cross, you know, when the two lines intersect. Uh, so, But what if they're I,
1: doing... What if, what if Jimmy's up here still, and we're still doing... like as
0: long, as long as Trey is getting ready to come in, it's okay with me. Yeah, and but what if that season? line doesn't intersect until after week eight? Hey, I, we, with, Like Tony was talking about tonight on the show, they have built this team to be good with a rookie quarterback all the other pieces are out there right now and so i like i like that uh and i think we can win some games we got to be honest with ourselves Brian. as much as we say you know the quarterback is the most important position and we saw cj bethard win games that he shouldn't have won last year we saw nick mullins win games that he shouldn't have won last year. we have seen this team with kyle shanahan and those weapons win games with less than mediocre play from the quarterback position I think we'll be okay. And that's probably part of the reason why all the fans are saying put Trey in now. Just put him in now, you know. But no. But no. No. No, maybe. Let's get some trade value for Jimmy Garoppolo and then make the move. That's that's my that's the way I feel about it. Um and let's do uh let's do one more here. Sure. Uh we kind of answered this one already, right? Yeah. So I won't I won't do that one uh Oh wait, maybe it was the same person. That is the same one. Okay, so then here he he, he or she. I'm sorry, I don't know. No disrespect. This person type this question here. Is person offensive? Mm-hmm. I I honestly I don't know what's offensive anymore. This human being <laughs> isn't that the same as person? I
1: don't know, man. I don't know. I Too don't late. know. Who knows? I what don't to know. Say.
0: There are you be there are people who
1: really care about this. I know. I got people that I work with. You know, in the bigger agency, that are very much you need to have the she, her, they, whatever little thing underneath their emails and everything, so that you know how to address them. And I'm like, I just address you by your name when an email. I'm not,
0: yeah, whatever. But I, I am sorry. Uh, I'm not trying to be offensive at all. Um, But this, this being, is saying, what college teams do you guys follow? Uh, Don't leave it to just if. uh, Don't leave it to just football. If you have basketball teams and all that, please uh, share it. We've said it before. Come on, fallible. Get out of here. A uh, Fable. I said fallible. Look at me. I play on your name now. <laughs> all right. Uh, what, what what college teams do you follow, B? When I follow you-
1: the University of Oregon Mighty
0: Ducks. <laughs> oh, basketball, football, everything, huh? I don't. Nope. Football. Oh, just football? I could, okay.
1: I could really care less about every other sport on this planet.
0: Other than oh, volleyball.
1: Wow. I love playing volleyball. <laughs>
0: there you go. Um, so mine is a little different. I have my favorite college football team is Ohio State. And my favorite I have two, it's a tie. But one is for the players in the actual team, the other one is for the the mascot. Uh, basketball, the in, uh basketball uh my number 1 team is the Tar Heels. My family's from Carolina. But those Georgetown Hoyas. I love I had a starter Bulldog. jacket I, yeah, I had to start a jacket with the bulldog on the back of it, man. No one has pit bulls. The bulldog was the closest face I could get to wearing, and I had two pit bulls at the time growing up, so I was definitely a, a Georgetown Hoyas guy. Um, give me anything with the dogs on it. So, listen, guys, we went 10 minutes extra because we canceled. Out. Here we go. All right, hey, this, I love you guys out there. Thanks, you guys, for rocking out with us. Brian, this might be the most views we've had during a um, – a uh a midnight madness in a long time so
1: it's because tony was on earlier everybody stayed awake
0: yeah they they thought tony was coming back he even had a question to hear for him so i will find out what tony's favorite italian meal is and i will get back to you guys with that tomorrow hopefully if i remember okay but that's gonna do it oh i see yeah the hoya jack bro i lived in that jacket do you hear me i wore it all year long to school and i got it from my uncle so i was super proud of it like the starter jacket and everything and i'll never forget I went to go put something in the pocket, and I ripped it. And uh, I was so afraid to tell my uncle. Even though he had given it to me, I was so afraid to tell him. And uh, I I never told him, and I ended up just throwing the jacket away like a couple years later. So, uh, but, yeah, so that's going to do it for us tonight, man. Thank you all for rocking out with us. We sincerely and truly appreciate every single one of you guys. Uh, And that's going to do it for us here tonight, man. Brian, take us home, man. Be good, people. Mahalo and aloha.